Hello and welcome to another episode of A Dash of Science. I'm your host, Chris. This is the podcast where we like to take a look at everyday things and discuss it through a lens of science and logic. Usually with me, I will have a co-host, Derek. Uh, he's not available right now for reasons I will tell you in a little bit. Uh, on other episodes, we'll get with experts in fields to discuss whatever it is that they do at a level that everybody can understand. Uh, in yet more episodes, we'll get several people together and have a forum to discuss kind of the events that are going on in the podcast that we've done that month. But uh, for now, it's just me. So sit back, relax, and I hope you enjoy the show. So this week... I had a grand plan of coming back after a two-month uh, break with a brand new co-host. And we recorded a great episode. It was 55 minutes long. It was perfect. It had great flow. And I was ready to edit it and release it for you all. Unfortunately, we had some technical difficulty. Some difficulty that was, of course, all of my fault. Uh, earlier in the day, I had been messing with some settings, playing around with a noise gate on my recording software. If you don't know what a noise gate is, essentially it basically takes your settings and it says everything within this range record, everything outside of this range ignore. And by range, I mean decibels, not like distance from the microphone or anything like that. My goal was, since I have this brand new amazing microphone that picks up everything so clear, uh was to essentially be able to get rid of some background noise, like my squeaky chair. Uh, I didn't want that being picked up, at least when I wasn't speaking. Uh, so I was messing around with the settings on that, and I had every intention to delete that. Uh, I guess I didn't confirm that I was deleting it or something. I don't know, but essentially it stayed active during the recording of our episode, uh, which caused my audio to be really choppy coming in and out because uh, I had the settings, you know, like I said, I was messing around. So I basically, I didn't get half of what I was saying uh, and it made it unfortunately unusable. And since my co-host has limited time, like most people, and didn't have an entire another hour to spare to re-record what we had just done, so instead, I'm going to do something that is a lot of work on my part that I hope, uh, I really hope, pans out. Uh, I'm going to attempt to reconstruct the conversation we had uh, using his audio, which is perfectly fine, uh, and filling in my audio with uh, about what it was that I said or responded uh, I will do my best to not add anything in that wasn't there originally. So it may work. It may not. You know, if it doesn't, oh, well, at least you guys got something to listen to this week, right? Okay, anyways, yeah. Better episode next week, I promise. So here goes. So we are here for the first time, hopefully not the last time, with our brand new co-host, Derek. Uh, why don't we start off with you telling us uh, a little bit about yourself, right? Uh, tell us uh, what your well, expertise all, is. <laughs> my, well, first of all, thank you for letting me join your program. Uh, I tell you more about myself, but it'd be quite boring, and I don't want to put your audience to sleep, but... I, uh, I'm, I'm uh, originally from California here in Colorado now, uh, <clears throat> and 
just kind of uh, kind of getting into more of the the type of program you're doing, Chris. More of the uh, more of the science uh, side of things, I guess you might say. And since I've been talking to you, absolutely. And uh, I'm actually here to learn more about it. And that's why, I, you know, we talked and we decided we join forces here a little bit. And uh, maybe it's something I could bring the layman side, which I'm very much a layman in a lot of science <laughs> issues, but some stuff I do know. So now I met you actually on Twitch where you run your own stream called Bald Guy TV and you kind of go, uh, I came in, I'll be honest, I came in ready to throttle everyone. Uh, I thought it was going to be a traditional, stereotypical conspiracy theory stream where everyone is ridiculous, but uh, it wasn't that. I was actually impressed that you seem to view things with legitimate, open mind, so I stuck around and I <laughs> and I didn't throttle anyone. No, no, we, uh, I mean, you, you have different programs that touch stuff on conspiracy theory, paranormal, which kind of bleeds into the paranormal part, bleeds into the science part as well, because... That's where you, when you joined the channel, you brought a lot of side, uh, different sides to that. It's just, you know, let's just talk about ghosts or whatever. And, and we got into CERN, we got into different things like that. And, and, and this is a program, I was trying to do something different that nobody else is doing, except just talking about, you know, different things that you can just read about, dive into it, bring in the audience. You know, when you joined Chris, you know, you came in with your, scientific side of it which was very interesting actually and answered a lot of questions that the audience had so <laughs> yeah i'm glad that i could help because you know and you got to keep it interesting because you can't just go in there when you're discussing things like no you're wrong because science right. end of discussion you gotta you gotta have a conversation and and i try not to be like well i don't care what you think you're still wrong you know leave it open for them <laughs> you know if they still want to believe what they believe then that's you know that's their their prerogative that's well, there's good. different sides you you bring the different side in where, no, that's not quite correct, and this is why. Not just like you said, not just, well, because it doesn't do this because of that. And that's, that's the side that I wanted to bring. I wanted the audience involvement, but I needed an intelligent audience. <laughs> you know, unfortunately, I love Twitch, but there's certain sides of Twitch that, you know, it, it's a gamer side, and that's the way it is. And, you know, I've got people that come into my broadcast, like yourself and some other guys, that bring in intellect and intelligence and in conversation and and anyway that's that's where that came from and yeah and uh like i said i'm i'm really glad you're here glad you said yes i think you'll add some character to the show that i was uh <laughs> that i was missing on my own <laughs> yeah. well hope so hopefully i don't have, lose, lose any of your listeners or viewers <laughs> uh, i don't think so not at all so uh this week uh I was actually in the grocery store in line uh, getting my groceries, and I saw a special Newsweek edition called Life Beyond Earth, the mission to find the end. And I picked it up wondering what it was, and it's been a long time since I picked up a magazine uh, at, at a grocery store. So uh, I don't have, or I didn't have any idea if Newsweek was like a legitimate news source or like, you know, one of those things, uh, I, I can't remember the name, um, like a tabloid where you read about all those ridiculous things like Bat Boy or something. Oh, yeah. uh, so I didn't know what to expect. And uh, honestly, it's it's probably somewhere in between those two things. Uh, but what I really wanted to talk about first is open it up to the page. It says, are we alone? And uh, it's got some stuff that it talks about, but it's got an image. It says the night sky near Ransburg, California lights up on November 7th, 2015. The official explanation given by the government was a routine missile test. So the reason why this popped out at me is because I was here then. 
I saw this when it happened. I was having a game night with my friends that night, and a friend of mine went out to his car. He's like, guys, you got to come out and see this. And so we all came out, and we looked up, and it was a, it looked like, uh, at first, kind of like a shooting star, only going slower and going up, coming from the ocean. And as soon as I saw it, with my expertise and my experience with rocketry and, and space stuff, I knew, I knew it was a rocket or a missile. What I did not know is where it was going. And as we watched and it was going up into the atmosphere, like what happens is the exhaust, it ionizes the atmosphere up there and you get a nice greenish blue glow that starts to fade out from the tail of the rocket. And it just kind of, it's an eerie light that lights up the area, right? If you don't know what it is, it absolutely looks scary. It looks mysterious. It looks like, oh my God, aliens are coming to abduct us, right? But mm-hmm. I, I just thought, think it's interesting because anybody who has any experience, as soon as you look at it, you know what it is. You know exactly what it is. There's no question. It's not unidentified. But I thought it was funny that when it shows this picture, it's just like the official explanation given is, and like, because that's what it was, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen anything like that? Yeah, actually, uh, before I moved to Colorado, I lived in Las Vegas and out at the uh, Air Force Base, out of Nellis out there all the time. And people would freak out because they would see the trails from the missile launches, you know, whether they were testing or, well, you know, whatever. And they'd say, oh, what is that? You know, it's the same type of thing that you saw in the tabloid, only coming from people. Well, we can't, you know, well, we uh, understand that it was probably, no, it was. I mean, you can tell by the trail. It was. So... Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen what you're talking about. Yeah, it's just funny. And so this is the, uh, let's see, one, two, two pages into this magazine. It's a full both left and right page spread picture with caption. So I, this is setting the tone for me for this magazine, what it's talking about. So I'm already in the, great, this is some more bullshit, right? right. <laughs> so they, well, they're more fabricated is basically, you know, instead of what it really is, like you're saying, it's more of, uh, well, the official story is, but not really. Right. And I guess it's, it's not really that it's straight up bullshit. It's just it's implying that there's more or that it might not be correct. And maybe, you know, maybe the author or the photographer or whatever, like they know what it is, but because of sensationalism and they, you know, they're in the business of making right. money. So. But really what it did for me, at least. Now, every single picture in this magazine, when I read the uh, the little description of the picture, I'm like, mm, is that what it is? I don't know. Your first picture was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's actually uh, thing that you said that you're from California down here because it didn't sound like you're from too far away from where I'm at. Uh, and I've seen some like the sky down here is really open and beautiful. If you get out of the big, right. you know, Bay area, you get out into like Mojave Desert. I've seen some amazing stuff out here. Uh, I think it was just last summer. I was sitting in uh, my living room watching TV, and I've got a window out behind it, and I just see fire in the sky, right? You know, fire in the sky. Uh, and immediately what I think of is, uh, uh, I can't remember, I can't pronounce it. It's Russian. It's the meteor that came a, a few years ago over Russia that blew right. up. You remember that? Right. Right, that yeah. wiped out some, did some damage. Yeah, it, it blew up in the air, and uh, so what happened is you, everybody saw a light, and then they ran over to the windows to look at it, and then the sound blast from it exploding just rippled out, and it shattered everybody's windows, so there's a lot of injured people, not from the actual, the, the meteor itself, but because of the glass from floating glass right so the first thing i did was yell at everybody to get away from the uh, windows and so we waited for a second and then nothing happened so i went outside and i looked up and uh, there's this giant fireball just coming down towards the earth 
and it splits off into two. It looks really awesome. I've got some great pictures, actually. I'll send you, and I'll post them on the Facebook oh, awesome. page. Yeah. But uh, it turns out that it was a old Chinese booster from a rocket they launched several years ago that was re-entering orbit. So uh, it burned up, but it didn't. You know, there was no pieces that landed. But uh, that's just the kind of stuff that we see out here with, with your skies, like all the time. It's so pretty and. If it wasn't here, if that happened, you know, the orbit was a little bit off and it came over like Indiana, say, where they don't deal with this kind of stuff. And you look up into the sky and you see that like it's it it doesn't surprise me that people think that it's something you know, unexplained or alien. It's it's a magnificent sight to see something. It is. And <clears throat> you bring that up. Funny, I, I grew up in northern California when I was a teenager. I saw the exact same thing. Um up in Placerville, California, it's clear skies, pine trees, mountains. Same thing, walking to my friend's house, I see a fireball splits into two. And, of course, everybody made a big deal out of it. But I think it was pieces of a, at that time, there was a space station back in, this is this is how old I am, but not too old. But anyway, this is back <laughs> in the 80s. And apparently a space station had lost orbit and was coming down. This was pieces of it, but it was really magnificent looking. And it was in the newspapers. What was it? What, what, what was it? What was it? It was already said what it was before. Right. But I know what you're talking about. It was 80s. That was like, I want to say 80, about 81, 80, 81. I forget which space station was coming down. I don't know if this was part of it. came down in 79 or maybe 80. It was around that time. Yeah, Skylab. I don't know if this was part of it, but they said it was. I mean, it was just like mixed. Well, it was something strange. We don't know what it was. No, it was part of Skylab. Yeah, it was, it was about 79, 80, give or take. That would be that'd be crazy to see, especially back then, because we didn't have as much up there. So I, I imagine that that kind of stuff would be rare to see at the time. Right, right. What do you mean, imagine? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. I'm just saying, if I was alive at that time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, but anyway, no, just just I was a teenager, just looking at it was so magnificent. I mean, it, I was like um, mesmerized. Just I didn't really care what it was. It was just really cool looking because it crossed right in front of me as I was going over to my friend's house and out there in Placerville, California, you know, your nearest neighbor neighbor is five acres away. So you're walking across the field and you just see this thing out of the blue. It was anyway, I know what you said when you said it was really magnificent looking, it really was. It is. And, and when you, when you take somebody that either doesn't have experience seeing it, uneducated in that area of stuff, because I mean, that's not to say that people are stupid, but that that's a field that you don't get in your general everyday education, right? Like you don't go to school, you learn about history, you learn about math, you don't learn about things falling from the sky that are supposed to be. <laughs> no, you're right. No. Uh, and so I think that's the basis of a lot of these things. You know, they see things. And I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I understand why they originally think that, oh, it's aliens. What I don't understand is why they refuse to let go of that idea when given a plausible, reasonable explanation, right? Well, that's true. And I, conspiracy theories are just that they're conspiracy theories um is a conspiracy fact you know i think people interpret what they see different and and as you know and you're just saying media helps you know uh magnify like you said mainly for the dollar hey it was this or it's allegedly this you you know what i mean yeah and uh, and that's nothing new i mean it's always happened since the media was invented as a private industry. Like any other industry, you know, their their end goal is the dollar. And anything they can do to make that dollar, that's what they're going to do, you know? So they're going to chase that, that spectacular story. 
I don't care about the state of art Everything I care about is falling apart Don't wanna hear about the new design I don't mind if I get left behind If you're enjoying the discussion so far you can check out more with Derek at Bald Guy TV on Twitch. You can check out uh, live recordings of our shows, which we should be starting in here soon at Physicist Chris on Twitch.tv. You can also check out our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash Dash of Science. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Physicist Chris. Uh, either of those last two places, you can get uh, links to pictures of things that we're discussing. Uh, and, and make sure you can check those out. So let's, uh, let's get back to the conversation. You know, I kind of had an idea about that, and I'm, I'm curious what your thoughts are to go with the media. So you can continue to have the, the private media that do whatever they do, as they do now, you know, sensationally. But uh, much like the way that city and state, uh, I think city governments are required to fund a local public access channel, I think so too should the federal government yep. do so with a news agency only where the head of that organization is elected federally and cannot be removed by anybody in the government. So there's no power that anybody has to say, well, I'll report this or we'll fire you or you know what I'm saying. You think that would help? Uh, but let me ask you this. When, when you say okay, it's government funded, mm -hmm. okay, so the government still has a finger in it. They do. I mean, th right. to an extent, but the the way that the government, you know, has sway over things that they have fund is by either having some say over who's in charge of it, like, you know, by appointing instead of electing, firing, right? Or by having the ability to remove funding from it. That's pretty much how they control those things. So if you take those two things away, uh, what what form of manipulation does the government still have then? As long as they're involved, I still think they have some manipulation. In you it. think so? I think so because I the I I just think my my personal feeling is, and I you know I'm not saying the government's bad, but sure. if it's something they don't want, and I know a lot of this, you know, a lot of a lot of secrecy is done in national security. I understand that. A lot of people say, well, they do it because they don't want us to know. Well, they do it because they don't want other nations to know, other right. countries for certain reasons. You know, we have top secret aircraft, we have top secret weapons. We all know that. But I think if something was exposed, say they were controlling, well, maybe not controlling, but they're behind this agency you're speaking of, you know, mm -hmm. where they're, they're maybe not funding it, but they have elected. I still think if it was something, I don't think we'd get true news, I guess is what I'm thinking, Chris. I, I, I don't believe we would get all the time true news. Do you think it would be better than what we have currently or just I, I as bad think, differently? I think it would be just as bad differently. Interesting. My personal opinion. So, I think we would we would get a twisted a twisted uh, news like we get now that we do now. Right now, I think the news agencies, you know, the private, the CNNs, the Fox, the MSNBCs, all of them, um, spin the news the way they want or the way whoever they're backing for that elective official. Because we all know news is, you know, your CNN is uh, uh, liberal news, Fox News is the is the more conservative news, you know, they're all, where's the, where's the, where's the center news? And if you have a government controlled type, what you're talking about, or I don't want to say control, but government has their finger in a news agency. I still think it's not pure. I don't think it'll be pure. I guess my, my solution is really that you provide a new nation that's like, they're not a business, right? So their, their primary goal isn't making money. Uh, and so the way, the only way that I know of to do that is by funding it through 
tax dollars right? that you could. Well, what about what about public public radio that's funded by, you know, listeners? What about if we had a public funded news source? Um, Even, I think there'd be people out there that would actually give money to that. I mean, and there is, and, and NPR is a primary example of right, that, right? right? But NPR right. is incredibly left-leaning if you well, look at their stuff. Again, so, and that's done FCC. because they have a board, right? They have a board right, of directors. Right. They have their own interests, and they have their right. hands in other bits. So there's still money, even though NPR itself, I, I'm not positive, but I think that they're a nonprofit. I'm sure they're under nonprofit status. Right, but, you know, there's still money there so you got to remove the money i don't know how you do that yeah you're right i mean how would you how would you ever know if any of it's pure you know i'm pure meaning you know it's honest news it's the facts have been checked whether it's scientific or factual bit well whatever how do you how do you because eventually it may start out is a good thing but is you know the money's root of all evil Yes, is, is it is it is it goes down the road? You know, more people come in and say you start a radio, you start a news uh, station, Chris, or a news outlet, like say Associated Press, but this is Chris's press. I come to you, you know, you're already doing your thing. I say, Chris, you know, hey, for here's a hundred million dollars, you know, I'll fund this for you if you can, uh, <laughs> right. you know, see things my way. You know, how do you keep it, even if you start it, how do you keep it pure? So here's kind of a, a a segue that might seem random at first, but it ties back in. I promise. So I was reading an article the other day about mattress reviews, right? Uh, so you, you have mattress. What's that? Mattress reviews? Yes, like you sleep on, like okay. a mattress, right? Okay. Okay. Uh, so a few years ago, so people started reviewing mattresses because mattresses selling online direct from manufacturer to customer became a thing. Like with, uh, if right. you've heard of uh, Casper mattress, purple, yeah, it's a whole bunch of those. Mattress. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's become this big thing, and so people have started doing like blogs where they do mattresses, right? And so I was reading an article about how Casper got into litigation with a couple. I thought that was really weird. Like it's the most boring topic to talk and read about, but for whatever reason, I started reading about it. It was really interesting. It got into this thing where this guy started this mattress thing, just happened to do it. Uh, and people started sending him mattresses to review, you know, rate them and give his recommendations. Well, then the mattress company started doing an affiliate program where every, if you put a link to their site with your review, anybody that buys a mattress through your link, you get some kickback from it, right? So right. It, it starts off natural enough. Like the guy's still, you know what, that's fine. I'm still just going to put my, you know, review. I'll put a link to everybody's mattresses that wants to do this, but I'm not going to push anybody's. They actually it's the best. And so for a long time, he thought Casper was the best, and so that was at the top. Well, then he found this other mattress that he liked that was... So he started uh, pushing that one above, and eventually it started this back and forth. It got really nasty between him and Casper. And so Casper started changing this affiliates program to essentially hired reviewers to promote their mattress above others, right? So you've taken this natural organic thing that's come up that's open and free and honest, and now you're injecting money into it by essentially getting these paid reviews to say that yours, you know, they're making money. It's kind of the, it, it leads back into what you're saying, where you start off with this organization whose goal is really and honestly to bring you know, as unbiased as you can get news to the people, but then it starts off with, hey, uh, how about I advertise on or taking money? And he's like, well, I don't really like what you're saying. So if you don't, if you don't slant it the way I like, I'm going to pull my advertising. So, and, and that's what happens. So again, this, it's the money. And unless you can find a way to completely and utterly remove that, never going to get unbiased news. That's true. 
And, and you're talking about the paid reviews. I mean, you see it all the time on Craigslist or not to put that out there, but different, different sources where, Hey, come review this and we'll pay you this on Amazon. They do it all the time. There's paid, you know, and, and in some of these, I've read some of these reviews. when you bring that up. I, I was reading some reviews on some like microphones I was looking at or some audio equipment and it said, I did this review in exchange for whatever it was, free audio cables or free, whatever, whatever the percentage was off. So you're right. At what point do you, I mean, everybody's bought in. I mean, it's really hard to find somebody who would be, I, I mean, someone who would do, I mean, someone came to me and said, Hey, I'll pay you two grand to do a review. I got to tell you, I'm going to do the review. You know, I, mean, <laughs> I, I tell you, I am considerably cheaper than that, which I didn't think that I was, but I found this company on Amazon, right, called Kitchables that makes coffee products. Uh, they make these awesome, like, double-walled glass mugs, which is what I first bought. So I bought it, and they sent me an email, and they said, hey, if you give us a review for this, we'll give you a gift card for Amazon back for the cost that you mugs, right? Uh, so I did that, and then, like, hey, that was awesome. Why don't you join our VIP club? And I've probably got about 12 of their products so far, because every time I buy one, I review and I get a gift card back for how much I purchased for it. So the only thing I've spent is that initial like 20 bucks, right? And I've got almost all of their products. And I realized that I was bought off for 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, it happens all the time. And, and it goes back to where does, where, where would you get a, like we were talking about, where would you get a news outlet that's pure? I mean, eventually it may start out that way, but eventually it's going to go down the road. And there's going to be some fingers in there and some, and some temptation and somebody's going to give in. I mean, eventually we're human. It is what it is. I'm not saying everybody's a, everybody's <laughs> bot. Don't get me wrong. I want to say, I mean, I am, but I mean, outside right. of that, and you are for 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, apparently I'm, that, I'm really cheap. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, what, I mean, how would you know, and this is another thing, how would you know it's even true news at that time? Unless you're there with the source or you're there when it's happening. It's like now with the news outlets, how do you know what you're being fed or, you know, this is a space station pieces and it really was say just hypothetically an alien craft or we, we would, we would never know. How would we ever know? That is very, well, let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the government's role in, so your personal opinion, if an alien ship landed tomorrow in a desert, right? Uh, and it wasn't a highly populated area and the government got there first. Do you think the government would cover it up? Yes. Why? And I'll tell you why. Oh, excellent, that, because that's what I asked. <laughs> <laughs> Here it comes. And this is my opinion. This is what, you know, I've, I've discussed with other, I'll say conspiracy theorists. Um, I, I'm more, I, I like fact. That's why I like your show. And that's why I like you on my show is because I like that scientific fact in there. But I'll tell you right now, it would destroy Christianity to a certain point because Christianity is big money. And my belief is, you know, the Catholic Church makes a lot of money. And I'm not pointing anything out, you know, not to get too controversial. Right. But it's big money. We, we all know it is. It's big money. The Catholic Church is huge. And a lot of other different faiths and religions are all huge. You know, and that would, if, if we find out there's other life, because how long has it been preached that, you know, not to get too far into, into religion on your show, Chris, but no, it's I fine. mean, how, how, you know, how much have we preached that God is this, God is this, Jesus is this, if we have other alien life coming down that could have spawned ours, I'm just saying, would it not, uh, I mean, it would be, it would destroy some of the beliefs in Christianity. That's you know, my personal opinion. That I've, and I've heard it before, but anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Or if we're not talking about 
United States specifically, and we're just saying government in general. I think if right. you find those governments that are more one with religion, like uh, some of the like the Muslim countries, right, or like maybe uh, like Israel, uh, like I'm not sure how they are with Judaism, but you know, like let's say they are, right, say it is, you know, one of those countries. I'm, I'm, I could see your point. Uh, the two arguments I have against that is that our country, United States, at the whole. Uh, as of right now, is I think something like twenty six percent are atheist or do not believe in God, and uh, I think it's something like low sixty sixty one percent are Christian or some derivative uh, uh, non denominational uh, etc of Christianity. Uh, the rest of them are made up of uh, all of the various other different religions, some of which would be threatened by that. And so I'm going to just say roughly, I'm going to throw out thirty percent, one third of our nation uh, would not have that as a issue right true today today uh right those that same stats we could say that because there's no reason to suspect otherwise uh carry to any subpopulation right so the government people who work for the government are a subpopulation of United states so it's reasonable to assume that 30 percent of them have no particular affiliation to to religion that's gonna uh cause that to be an issue uh true so Now you got to go, okay, so having worked for the government, both on the military side and the civil servant side, I can tell you that the government as a whole is not capable of keeping a secret that large from the public. How do you feel about that statement? I I think it's, you're right on that aspect. And as times have gone on, because we're, you know, in a different age now, I I should take what I said back. Um, If it happened today, it would be different than it happened 15, 20 years ago. But like um, Roswell reaction. time, you think is right. a different. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, is, is I, I think now would they try and cover it up? I still think they would. Um, um, only for the fact of, for I guess, besides what I said, and I, I guess I should, I, I, I should date that back. I think it'd be more accepted now. But I still think they'd cover it up mainly for technology purposes. If there was something that came down and... Again, it goes back to national security, and we and the government secured it. It would probably be more less than you know destroying like Christianity, like I said, more of like hiding the technologies maybe with, that we have picked up or we have discovered. Yeah, I mean, I, I know what you. I, I feel what you're saying. Um, could they keep a secret? They can to a certain extent because they control the media. I mean, they right. have fingers in the. I don't say they control. Maybe they do, but they have fingers in the media now. It's <laughs> right. Getting, well, it's getting harder <laughs> to hide things now because of uh, like this format, internet. Exactly. Um, More not not so much because of media, but because of the independent right. people that have cameras and they have outlets. Right. Exactly. And so, I I still think not so much cover up, but misdirect because and again in the media, and I've said this before on my program that. If something major is happening, all of a sudden something over here is happening. We need to misdirect it. We're not going to cover it up. We're just mis- misdirect it. Yeah, and, and and I don't disagree with that at all. I think a lot of that has to do with uh, honestly just trying to make money, right? So it's it's playing to uh, their user base, their consumers, right? That's that's how they make their money. Uh, right. That just makes sense because of you know like we talked about their their goals to make money. But uh, I think there's a couple and, of things. It, oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I was just going to say real quick. And another thing is, if something like that happened, would they even cover it, Chris? Would it even be? Would it even make the news? Because I've I've brought up a couple things that happened just recently in the past few months, and it was on YouTube, but I never saw it on mainstream media. Right. Ever. You know, there was crafts or probes or 
there was a what an LA police chopper that had chased this thing around, but you saw it on you saw it on YouTube, but you never saw it on mainstream media. Right. So instead of covering it up, we just don't cover it. I think that happens, but there's also the other side too. Uh, well, there's a couple of different things, but, uh, but let's talk about them uh, after a break. I don't care about the state of art. Everything I care about is falling apart. Don't want to hear about the new design. I don't mind if I get left behind. Hey, you're listening to us talk about uh, aliens and media and kind of government, a little bit of conspiracy stuff. Uh, we're going to get back into it. We're going to talk a little bit about moon landings and, and, and kind of, you know, continue off where we left off. If you want to say something, you've got a comment that you just, you have to get in here to let us know. There's a few different ways you can, you can tell us, all right? You can catch us at facebook.com slash dash of science. You can post your questions or comments there. Uh, you can get me at Twitter at physicist chris uh, on twitter uh, you can email us at chris at dash of you can send your questions or comments there uh, you can also get our our discord link from facebook and you can come chat with us live and and maybe we'll even bring you in on a future show during one of our forum uh, episodes so uh, make sure you check that out but let's go ahead and get back to the conversation so here's an example um halloween right there's always this big thing about Halloween, and there's scary story of people just randomly poisoning candy and handing it out indiscriminately to children, right? Heard that? I've heard that thing oh, yeah. that we've all heard. That right. has never happened. Not once. There has been probably a half a dozen cases that were reported in news that you find, right, as scares, and even the have been, oh, watch, you know, look for it. What you don't see is the retraction they play small where they find out what actually happened. So like there was one where uh, somebody found, I think it was poisoned with arsenic and, boy, and this little boy died. Well, found out that father actually deliberately poisoned him. And to cover it up, he put some in some other kids' camp. So it turned out it wasn't a random poison. And every single case that you go and find in the about that sort of thing happening, uh, there's been a retraction that hasn't been. You don't hear about oh, wait, that wasn't actually that. Here's an explanation for that. Those same things happen with with the stuff like what you're talking about, right? Where I think the reasonable explanation happens and happens fast enough that mainstream media is like, oh, yeah, that's not a thing, you know, because that's not something they're normally tracking. So they get kind of the story and the explanation at the same time. Whereas Joe YouTuber picks this up and one doesn't, not only doesn't see the explanation, but doesn't want to go looking for one because he already formed one in his mind, right? Well, that that's true. So, um, or, so I, th- or is it I think that's one common? half. I think that's one half. The other half is I deal with it all the time where people are like, oh, look at this. And normally it's my anti-government friends, right? Uh, and it's not so far conspiracy like alien stuff, but it's like, you know, false flag type stuff. Oh, look at right. this, right? They, they didn't report right. this in, in, in the main, in mainstream media because, you know, they don't want to whatever. And then I'm like, oh, really? And then I'll spend five minutes and then I'll find an article on CNN or on Fox or on MNBC and I'll point, I'll post it to them. Like, you mean like this? And they're like, oh, well, I didn't see that. Right. I mean, there's so much news going on and the mainstream media, they pick and choose what they're going to make big, That's true. but they also report on other things. We just don't see it unless we go looking for it. That's true. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. That's true. 
It depends oh. how big of a story, and it goes back to what you said. How much money will that bring in for advertising if we sensationalize this? And, so. you know, that's not an answer to everything across the board, but yeah. it happens significantly enough that if I am unsure, I'm going to err on the side of things that I know happen on a regular versus, oh, this is probably that one and only time in which it was alien and the government's covering it up, right? That's just me personally. No, no, I hear you. And, uh, you know, would, would, you know I, I think what, they, what happens is stuff gets put out there, and you can go back to Area 51, and then he interprets stuff. But, you know, the, I mean, that was one of the first ones. But now it's become so mundane if somebody cites something, like, you know, whether it be a rocket trail or, you know, a test or whatever. I don't think they, they don't really, unless it's something sensational, it's not really covered like it was before. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, yeah, yeah. Like you said, Joe YouTuber will stick it up there and say whatever he says. And, you know, this is his story. Basically, it's his story. And that's exactly right. And you also got to remember, too, back in, didn't have 24-7 news on numerous. You had the newspaper. They had True. to be very, True. very precise about what they, what, even their second page. Now we right. get, we are in so much news out there. You can turn, you know, every local channel has their five o'clock news and their 10 o'clock news. And then you've got you three or four different 24 hour news networks. There's news everywhere. There is not that much interesting stuff going on for that much coverage. No. <laughs> That's my opinion. And, and back <laughs> in the day, I used to work in television for quite a mm -hmm. few years. And uh, I worked, uh, worked in a newsroom for a couple stations, one in Oakland, one in Laughlin, Nevada. Anyway. And the, the same thing was always there. If it bleeds, it leads. And I'm sure, I don't know if you've heard that before, but if it right. bleeds, it leads. Caution tape shots. We want all that kind of stuff. If it's not sensationalized like that, it doesn't make the news. Because like you said, there's so much news. There's actually more important stuff that I think, um, you know, like me and you would probably agree. Hey, that's more important than this. But hey, this was sensationalized. So let's Absolutely. put this on front. Because it's going to make more money for the advertisers, whether it's print or, you know, TV. It doesn't really matter. Yep. Yeah. But anyway. So, so here's the other side of it, too. We talked about that probably on a whole government level, government's not capable of hiding something, right? So you have to decrease the amount of people who know about something, and there's that old saying, how do you keep a secret between three people? Kill two of them. <laughs> That's true. That's a good right? point. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. so, so, and, and that comes down to people talk. People talk. People talk because they want to talk, because they want attention, because they can off because they don't agree with yep. as of yep. there's probably a hundred reasons to talk for one reason to not so you you have to be able to so maybe if you get the right person in charge that feels like it should be covered up and you get there quick enough that it's small enough in in how many people have seen it that you can contain it and you have a small amount of people that are going to be working with that's where it becomes possible cover it up right uh so here's the other side that nobody talks about so it, that works perfectly for a stray alien craft that crashes down where the alien inside is either dead or incapacitated right you know what situation that doesn't work for anything hmm. any other situation in which that alien decides they don't want to be covered up because you're going to tell me that this this race of interstellar travelers, the technology at that level compared to ours is going to be uh, forced to hide and to not be 
You know, like what what are the the circumstances to that spacecraft coming here, right? If it's on purpose at all, then it's not by itself. You're not going to cover that up, essentially, is what I'm saying, if that alien race doesn't want to be covered up. But, but, here's another, here's another theory. What about if there's a, uh, an agreement? What about if we have an agreement? Sure, but having um, an agreement requires that you have communication, understand one another, right? How long does that take and what happens in the interim? Well, that's true. Here, here's my thing. Here's another thing. And this kind of goes into that. We're, I mean, we haven't been back to the moon in how many years? Uh, 69 or 72. So uh, like uh, 45 years. And it's not, not just us, no country. Why is that? Well, that. Why, 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 I mean, everybody keeps saying, well, there's nothing there to go. There's nothing there to look at anymore. You know what? I am really happy you asked this. Question. <laughs> uh, this is essentially right up my alley in my master's. See, I, this is perfect. So, <laughs> do you know? Do you know why we went to the moon to begin with? Uh, not officially, no. It had nothing to do with science or technology. Uh, it had very little to do with science and technology. I would have said exploration. That's not it. even exploration. Okay. National prestige. When in first. a face-off against Russia or the USSR at the time. Okay. Well, here's my question then. Okay, so we went there. Um. Supposedly, we went there. <laughs> Slap you through this mic, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and, and my next question is, is, how come nobody else? We went there and put a flag on the moon, right? Right. And we put the American flag up there, right? We've seen it. Mm-hmm. At least we thought we saw it. Anyway, that's a whole other show. Right. <laughs> how, come no, how come Russia didn't go up there and do it? I mean, so we've been there, so what? So we so, went there, we, we, we established it, we put our flag. How come they didn't go up there and put the Russian flag on there? I don't understand. How come Japan didn't do it? Because Japan wanted to get up there, too. There, there, there's reasons for this that make sense if you understand the the context of what's going on, right? If okay. you look at every uh, space agency, na- uh, country space program, right? National space program for every okay. country that existed before the last, say, 15 years. Right. Every single one of them grows in the same way. They okay. start off with national prestige, primarily everything they do. Where is the prestige in being second when you're in a race to be first and where you gain nothing from it? So Russia or USSR, right after the fact, they pretty much were on the throes of economic collapse at that stage. They had zero to gain. They wouldn't be the first. They would be acknowledging that they were second. They would be spending a crap of money to be second and they would be bringing nothing back in a time where they couldn't afford to go really to begin with i mean they didn't collapse until the 90s but i mean it was the the 70s that they started getting stagnant you know that the war of afghanistan and 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 issues like that so uh I don't, I don't mean to say that they were completely poor and they they collapsed right after that but they they weren't gaining money right so there was nothing to push them to go there it is not cheap go to the moon right 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 so when you get away from there and you start getting into other countries like say china and japan they kind of so japan specifically has been under economic hardship because world wars they haven't had a whole lot of time and money to to doing projects like because they've been under you know economic babysitter for the united states since the war uh, and so they are very limited in what sort of access to anything that can be considered military, right? 
because of that war. Japan's also kind of an interesting uh, case, too, because they had more than one space agency uh, in like the 60s and 70s, and they had a lot of uh, failures and stuff. And so they didn't actually combine to, like, uh, what's it called, JAXA now until, like, I think it's like 2003. I mean, I guess their economy kind of mostly recovered in the 60s, but still, I mean, that's a, they're recovering still from all that other stuff, right? It, uh, it takes time to be able to build that kind of infrastructure and, and have a plan to go to the moon. That's not something you do in two years. Uh, so that's part of it for Japan. Japan's only just now getting to stuff, and they've been focusing primarily on satellites, not on SpaceX. Right. That's where right. the money is for the economy. Uh, China, China has a history with Russia. That, so right. if you look at China's space, they were one of the first. Oh, they kind of invented rockets before... There was the military use Germany, right, during the wars uh, with Von Braun. So China had fireworks-type rockets. Uh, but they have a constant border clash with Russia that kind of kept them from really putting a lot of money towards their space program up until maybe the last 10 years. I mean, that, that border conflict happened in 69, the year we went to the moon, and I, I, I don't think they really had a lot of stability up until the negotiations of, in the 90s. And if you look at China's space program right now, they have landed uh, a small rover. They have a small observational like rover on the moon right now. I mean, it's it's been up there since what, like 2013. Uh, I think it went up with, uh, I think it's called the the Chang Three Lander, and and I think Jade Rabbit was what it's doing. I think it was December. Uh, the rover didn't do well, but the observatory, as far as I know, the it's been working like for at least two to three years. They have missions set up to go to the moon right now, but they're robotic missions because China's very pragmatic in what they do. Uh, Manned missions cost about 10 times robotic missions because of all the life support and everything that you have to do. And right, right now, right. there's a big argument of whether or not we should even waste time with manned missions because we can do it more efficiently, more cheaper, and more safer with robots. So they are planning going back to the moon. They're just planning on doing it with robots, right? So that's kind of where that kind of falls right now. It's been a huge mess of economics, of politics, of technology, and what the gains are that has really dominated why we haven't done that. And to top all of that other stuff off, we have numerous international that protect everything that is not the earth from being claimed by any one country in any way. Right. So, I, understand it. I mean, that's, you're well, fighting that's all that I, stuff. I, I know, but it, <clears throat> uh, just thinking of a communist country, whether it be Russia or China, it's something, I know what you're saying where, you know, they want to be second, but they didn't even place. That's where I look sure, at it. And, because it and, costs you know, money to place, right? Right, right, true. But they were already working towards that before we got, allegedly, before we got, <laughs> <laughs> before we got there, before they did. So I was just thinking out of a country pride. Hey, let's go up there and hey, we did it too. And I know what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. You don't want to be second. Right. I get that. Makes total sense. And economically, it makes total sense. But on the other hand, knowing that this country's histories, it's all about, because it doesn't stop them in war or anything else, or as far as like, nuclear race you know the nuclear you know you know how that's been going on for like ever mm -hmm. and uh, i don't know i just i just i i find it in my mind which is a crowded place but i find it in my mind that it's just strange that nobody whether you're second or not doesn't matter at least you i guess i guess i i would think as a country hey at least i went up there not just the u.s can do it we can do it too right and i think that the, the two things like there huh 
I, I think that if you if you remove any one of the scenarios that were occurring at the time, right. probably would have had Russia or USSR on the moon. I think yeah, it was the collaboration of all those things together that right. that really prevented that from happening. It is really hard to continue a space program uh, when you don't have money. So when you're trying, like, it's also cultural, right? Like every country's different, and you know, right. United States is very different in how they act with. There's a lot of pride uh, in in Russia and the are previously don't have the same way state. So. There's that drive to be first that there is not that drive to be second there specifically with there's not that drive. Maybe right. if they had the money to continue, they would have found a way to develop something else be first there, you know, because at the time we didn't really have a lot of the trees we have now. So maybe they're all right, fine. You were the first there, but we're going to be the first to set up a, a base, right? If they had the money, I think they would have. If they didn't have the issues that are very specific to them they you know what i mean or if they had the capability of getting there before the united states did it would have just that's the way dice roll you know it's hard to say you can't go back and be like i think this would happen because all of these things come into play when you're talking about governments it's not just a matter of so much involved there say if you would change this thing at a completely different yeah that's true and but uh that's why I just have a lot of questions. Why did we kill the <laughs> space program in the Obama Obama administration? Why did we why why did he kill the space program? You know, I I mean, you know me and you know where I work and what I do. Right, I, exactly. I'm uh I'm right there with you. The problem has always been every country, uh how much money we're going to spend on something, right. how much the right. public thinks it's worth. Uh there's That's so true. much we get from our space program. NASA every year puts off yeah. puts out this uh, magazine called Spinoff, right? It's between 50, probably 40 pages, and all it is is technology that was invented through the space program in some way that is now being used to help the world, in, right? And it's, it's right. amazing to read it because you really get an idea, oh, this is what our money in the space program is actually going toward, right? We're getting stuff from people don't read that they don't see that so they think well it's not exciting and you don't have what you had in the 60s you had the combinations in the 60s you had had a a national pride thing going again you had a very specific leader in jfk that put down a mandate that said we will do this by this and we had the support of the public that our budget for the space program in the 60s alone just that that 10 year period is more money than they probably had in the next three decades i mean i I don't know if that's for sure but i know i mean we went from like 0.9 percent of the national budget went towards space in 61 that rose up to almost five percent of the budget in 67 uh and then back down to like 0.9 by 75 and then Pretty much, we've been under one percent since then. We've been we've been at zero point five percent since like two thousand three. We just dump so much money into it that we just not only do we not have it now, but we could not justify that to the you just couldn't. You would get removed. That makes sense. I think what it is also is generations come up. It's a different. It's a different. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a different. Uh, I don't know if they care. Yeah, the interest isn't there. 
You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like I find it all interesting, but I'm, I'm an old guy. So when we put rovers on Mars, I think that's really cool stuff. I mean, I'm into all that technology. I want to see space exploration, but I don't think, I don't think is, is, and I'm not saying anything negative against the younger generation, but I just don't think they care. I'm with you. I agree. There's a lot of apathy there with a, with a lot of stuff that isn't immediate cell phones, internet. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, you're right. Exactly. And and it's really sad actually. It is. And I see that with, uh, with, you know, like my kid and, and friends, like, I have I have always been weird. I am aware of monks. <laughs> I want to know how little give me right, something. Right? I want to know how that works. And when I look at other people, most people don't have that, and it blows me away. I don't understand. How are you perfectly happy yeah. using your car, but yeah. you don't know how a car works? Exactly. <laughs> I say that to my wife all the time. It's like it's like I see you looking, but you're like not there. I don't understand why you don't want to know how this. Why, why, I, I, I'm curious about it. I want to know how everything works. And just from my knowledge. And I can say, okay, I know how that works. But yeah, I, I see, exactly. My, my kids are the same way. I don't know. It, it, how do you fix that? I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's back, I guess, tech, is technology, like you said, is technology advances that like it has, unless you have a cell phone in your hand. But even then, I want to know how that works. Right. <laughs> you know, you it's an interesting, were... interesting thing that, uh, oh, if you take somebody, right, and for regardless of what the context is, you put right. them in their underwear in the middle of <laughs> a forest where they can't get in contact with anybody, no matter what they did, you know, wherever they were, basically isolated. Right. From the second that you put them down on that ground, how long until they can have a working cell phone? Yeah. Right. The majority of people is never, right? Never, just, exactly. nobody, under, nobody has that broad length of knowledge. For me, I want to have an answer. I want to be like, you know what? Three years and 15 days, I will have a working cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> I will start with building a smelter out of wood and dirt and clay. <laughs> you know? Like, that's, that's just me, though. <laughs> no, no, I, I agree with you 100%. But, you know, it's, is, I, I think it's being lost as we go generations into generations and i don't know i don't know i don't know you know who do you blame for that what what, what's the cause of that again it's like the earth or aliens or any of this you know the interest to to, to look into that that's why i don't think the government has to hide it anymore i don't think they have to cover anything up there's no need nobody cares you know that that is that is the truth is there's so much apathy they probably wouldn't care (laughs) yeah everybody's numb to it now oh yeah there was a sighting of some thing in the air and blah 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 whatever and it's pretty much that way in the news. That's that is why true. the news is the way it is. Nobody cares. Nobody. You, you got to have something uh, shiny. What it is? Yeah. Shiny and yeah. flashy I mean, and gory. It pertains to something to me, 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 me. It's just not there. <laughs> I don't care about the state of art. Everything I cared about is falling apart. Don't want to hear about the new design. I don't mind if I get left behind. Well, that's our show this week. I hope you enjoyed our first show after our two-month break with our format redesign. Just a reminder, we'll be doing uh, about two or three of episodes kind of like this a month. Uh, we'll still be doing our interview episodes about once a month, and then we'll try and throw in kind of a forum with about three or four people discussing kind of stuff that we've we've talked about that month, uh, maybe towards the end of the month. But yeah, if you want to check us out, you know, you, we've given you all of our information already but just as a reminder it's facebook.com slash dash of science 
at physicistchris at twitter.com, or you can check out myself on my channel at twitch.tv slash physicistchris, or you can check out Derek at twitch.tv slash baldtv uh, to get some more kind of conspiracy theory stuff if you're into that. Uh, but otherwise, hopefully we'll catch you back next week. We'll have a, a much better quality show because I won't record with a noise gate this time, so I won't have to reconstruct several parts of the conversation. Anyways, again, I hope you enjoyed it. Remember that there are always benefits to people outside of their political views and their views on the current goings-on. Like You can always gain something from people. People have value, right? Just remember that. All right, you all have a great week. As always, the music for this episode was Brad Sucks, State of the Art. If you like his music, you can check him out and support him at bradsucks.net.